why does it help with meditation? It just helps to calm you down, it helps you to focus. And I think green tea is one of those, I think it's a very cleansing type of ingredient. Hello, you're listening to Sassy Talks. This is the show where we bring you tips for positive lifestyle choices. New episodes are released every Thursday. You can find us on YouTube, Spotify, and follow our very latest tips and tricks on Instagram. Thanks for listening and enjoy. Hello and welcome to another episode of Sassy Talks. I'm Savannah and on today's programme we have Dr Chesney. She is a psychiatrist with over 40 years of experience. She grew up in South Africa in Durban and she is the founder of the Happy Doctor's Kitchen. It's all about spices and how spices can improve our health and most importantly, our mental health and well-being. She had the privilege of witnessing her father over the years and he taught her and told her all the secrets of the different spices and what they can do. So I'm hoping that today we are going to learn what we can do to change our lives and what spices we can take to improve our mood. Dr. Chesney, thank you so much for being on Sassy Talks today. Thank you so much, Savannah. It's such a pleasure to meet you and um, also to be on your sassy talks, you know, talking about issues that are really important to people, you know, linked to our mind, body and our soul. Thank you very much. Well, it's, it's so interesting, isn't it? The link between the mind and the body. And I'd love to get that perspective from you in terms of what is that connection and how can we improve it? So yeah, I mean, that it is fascinating and I think a lot of people still don't know that our mind and body is linked. So what that means is whatever affects our body, so if we have a physical health problem, it can manifest as a psychological or mental health problem. So and vice versa. So if, for example, if we are stressed and we're having a bad day, we might go home with a headache. So basically that shows that like a psychological form of stress has been manifested as a physical symptom so that's an easy way to understand that how connected our mind and body is so i think what the key is is not just taking care of you know looking a certain way dressing a certain way exercising but it's also about thinking about the foods that we take into our body so it's thinking about what type of foods we eat and how that's going to affect our mood and that's where we get this mind body link in its purest form and understanding that is key to ensuring people's health and well-being. So the happy doctor, I guess that's all to do with mood then, is it? Break it down for us. Yes, so Happy Doctor's Kitchen, um, as you you said, you know, I, I grew up in a spice shop in South Africa and that's where I learned about spices and I always knew I was going to be a doctor. I learned from my dad, my mom, um, my late both late Dean and Premna Mudliai and you know grew up in the spice shop learning about spices also from our customers and I knew I was going to be a doctor from the age of a very young age to be honest from the age of seven and when I uh, became a doctor I realized that my rich upbringing in South Africa was so important because actually all the spices, the herbs, the condiments all have medicinal value. Like Hippocrates said, you know, let food be thy medicine and medicine thy food. So it's not just about thinking about medications, psychology and social aspects of supporting people when they have mental health problems, but it's also about thinking alternative and integrative um, types of therapy, you know, like Ayurveda and homeopathy, light therapy, you know, it's about integrating everything and that's where 
um, this Happy Doctor's Kitchen came from, you know, where I wanted to combine my medical knowledge, my psychiatric knowledge, and then also my upbringing, which I had with my parents in South Africa and this part. It's fascinating. I remember being given a book called Food is Medicine many, many years ago when I worked with a film production company and the creative director gave me this book as a Christmas present. And I don't know where that book is right now. I need to try and find it. But for our audience, can you give us those ingredients or those spices that you believe are really key to helping to improve one's uh, mental health? I mean, the idea of going on a diet is, for many people, challenging and it's not always an enjoyable thing. It's probably never an enjoyable thing. But if there are changes that people can make to the way that they consume food and things that they can add into their diet that can help to improve their overall well-being, I'd love to hear from you what you think those are. In terms of diet, I do believe we all, you know, everyone's been on a diet. I myself have been on a diet. But I think what is important, and especially what I'm trying to do with the Happy Doctor's Kitchen, is also thinking about the connection with our mind, body, soul, and also for people to, to believe that whatever size, shape, you know, color, whatever we are, we need to accept it, we need to embrace it, and we need to be able to just be happy with happy and healthy you know because for everyone we all you know everyone comes in different shapes and sizes and i think for one person a certain weight is ideal another person it's different but i think as long as you are happy the way you are i think that's the most important thing and then comes the aspect of incorporating happy and healthy foods in your diet so i think that's what the emphasis should be on is eating happy and healthy as opposed to people going on diets and striving to be a certain size six model figure that we see in the media but um so coming back to the key ingredients you know in terms of there's a lot of ingredients which I can talk about. So it's looking at spices and condiments, it's looking at the type of foods we eat, it's looking at um, you know all of the other aspects that, that go into when we prepare a meal, the recipes as well. So in terms of spices, you know, some of my top ones, there's so many, I don't know how much time you have, but um, cinnamon is something I grew up knowing about cinnamon from a young age where and now people are putting it on their latte in their latte and you know if you go to Starbucks, Costa and all these places, these health food shops, they yeah. use cinnamon in their drinks. So cinnamon has been known to reduce blood sugar. So especially for people with high blood pressure and with diabetes, you're thinking about using cinnamon as, as an addition. So you can use it in your drinks, your smoothies, or you can use it in um, your foods when you're cooking, like, you know, in curries. So there's so many ways of using cinnamon, but that's one of the, the spices. My next one is turmeric. So you, you, you probably use turmeric as well, I'm sure. Well, I was, I was advised to take uh, turmeric because I was suffering from chronic fatigue as a, as a result of getting COVID and I was advised to put uh, turmeric in my tea every day. So I did do that for a while, but I would love our audience to have a good understanding of, of the power of turmeric because it helps with so many things, including inflammation. Yes, so turmeric is one of those things that's, as you've also had, you know, probably recent experience. Turmeric is it's like liquid gold at the moment. So people are having it again in their lattes, in curries, turmeric rice. You know, there's so many different ways of using turmeric. So turmeric is one of those things has a lot of benefits. It has curcumin in and it's anti-inflammatory, antibacterial. 
and as a psychiatrist, I know that there's evidence to suggest that turmeric can help for memory problems. So people um, that don't want to develop dementias or the memory disorders are taking turmeric. So there's a lot of benefits with turmeric. It helps for people with gastric problems as well. Um, and it also helps to lift your mood up. So that's where I come in again. So there's so many other benefits um, like, you know, with cinnamon, with turmeric, um, and many of the spices that we use and, and herbs and ingredients. So how so, much turmeric would you have to take to lift your mood? What are we talking about here? Yeah, I wouldn't say that you need a, a lot. I think all the ingredients usually, I mean, if you think about it, you just used about half to one teaspoon of turmeric. So very small amount. And if you look at the turmeric capsules that they sell, you can get turmeric capsules as well. Um, that you can have. So it's a very small amount. I would say half a teaspoon. Would you say half a teaspoon three times a day or is it something that you only take when you're feeling run down or that you need a, a pickup? Yes, exactly. So I think, so for example, if you've gone through a, you know, physical illness and you feel you need a bit of pick-me-up after that fatigue, then have it regularly, I would say, at least um, daily. You would have it at least once a day. If you feel you need to have more, you can, but I would suggest just once a day is fine. And then, obviously, if you're feeling like you've got your strength back, you can reduce the amount. Um, maybe just have it when you feel like it those times when you when you're feeling fatigued then you need to have that bit of pick me up. But I would say continuing using turmeric. I mean all these all these spices and herbs, you know, they don't have side effects like medications that we take. In, in no way, as a doctor, I still prescribe medication, but I also know that a lot of people are moving more to natural herbal and looking at alternative ways. This is good. So we've got we've got cinnamon, we've got turmeric. What else have we got? Give us one more ingredient that our audiences can take that, that can start to help them improve their, their mental health and well-being. There are so many. So, but I, if I had to choose, I wanted to talk about teas. Teas are so beneficial. You know, looking at uh, teas like chamomile and green tea. So this whole week, actually, I've just been having, last two weeks, green tea, matcha green tea. So um, any form of green tea is really helpful. It has so many benefits. We know that green tea has antioxidants. Um, it also helps to improve your mood and helps calm you down. Um, and helps for a lot of other physical health conditions. So if I have to say there's something that you need to have, and I know people don't like the taste of green tea. I I have it as a latte, so I have green tea with my choice of milk, whatever you know, choice of milk you, you want, whether it's soy, oat, or just normal skimmed or normal milk. Um, just have a, a latte with the green tea. So the matcha green tea is the powdered form of green tea. A long time ago, the, the samurai um, used to, they used to have these, um, the green tea, and it used to help with meditation. Wow. And why does it help with meditation? It just helps to calm you down, it helps you to focus. And I think green tea is one of those, I think it's a very cleansing type of ingredient. And I think that's what, if you are looking to sort of, you know, get your mind calm and get yourself happy and in a good space and time. And also if you're going through difficulties, I think green tea is one of those things that can help you um, to face the challenges of life. And I mentioned chamomile because, I mean, a lot of people, you know, they're going through mental health 
problems or they just want to you know keep themselves happy and healthy so chamomile is also something which is you know people don't really know about but just having a chamomile tea if you're having a really stressful day can help relieve that anxiety and i think the reason why i mentioned these two was is because it can help calm and relax you and put you in that happy state instead of you know thinking of you know reaching for other ways of coping you know some people might cope with drugs some people might cope with alcohol or cope with other in other ways or might you know lash out the anger at other people so it's about thinking about you know trying to get yourself in a happy and healthy space by using the foods and the spices and the ingredients that are available we haven't spoken about the foods that release serotonin but um, that's probably we can discuss at some point well, you can touch on it very quickly as a key takeaway because we'd, I'd love to hear, you know, what the yeah. key takeaways would be from the Happy Doctor's Kitchen. Basically, the, the key takeaway um, is, as you know, the mind and body is linked. And we have the brain-gut um, connection as well. So whatever we are taking internally is obviously going to be metabolized and broken down um, in simple terms. And for, for a person that's suffering with depression and anxiety and a lot of other mental health conditions, the key chemical or the, or the hormone or the neurotransmitter that we know that's in the brain is serotonin. That's the happy chemical. That's our feel-good chemical. So when you go to a gym and you exercise, you know, you release the serotonin. Um, when you eat a bar of chocolate or, or you, you sip a hot chocolate, serotonin is released from the cacao. So people obviously take antidepressants and prescribe antidepressants because that increases the serotonin. But with the Happy Doctor's Kitchen, my take-home message is you can look at ingredients that you have in your fridge or foods that you can eat that can actually increase your serotonin and help for the brain connection so you can feel better. So it's looking at incorporating, and as we spoke earlier, it's about small changes. So simple things like, you know, increased soups, protein, anything that's protein rich. Um, so any protein type of protein like meat, um, chicken, turkey, protein rich diet is really good to boost your serotonin. So changing your meals to more protein, looking at green leafy vegetables. So, you know, if you look at walnuts, walnuts look like a brain and they're very good for our brain. Berries, all type of berries, very good to increase the serotonin. So yeah, berry, berries are called brain berries. So blueberries, strawberries, um, raspberries are very healthy. So with your breakfast or oats, um, looking at pasta, pasta is also a good way to increase your serotonin. There's a long list, but um, these are the main ones. Looking at avocado, salmon and seafood is really good as well. Um, as we know, it's got the omega-3 fatty acids and that helps to protect our brain. So there's a lot of different ingredients, whether you're vegetarian, falafels, hummus. So there's so many different types of vegetables, fruits and protein-rich food that you can add. And also cacao, so anything with cocoa. You know, just the other day, another lady that I suggested about cocoa, she was telling me she has that in her in a breakfast and that's been helping her little more now. So again, it's just small changes, adding these things to your diet, which I've, I've suggested in recipes and in my Happy Doctor's Kitchen. And um, that can actually, you know, make you feel happy and healthy. That's brilliant. Well, Dr. Chesney, thank you so much for that amazing insight. I'm going to put the links to 
the doctor's kitchen, the happy doctor's kitchen, and your recipes and spices and condiments into the notes below so that other people can make contact with you and benefit from those because it's really, really key to, to helping us to find natural ways to improve our, our mental health and well-being. So thank you so much for being on Sassy Talks today. And you're very welcome if this is the first time that you're watching the show to follow us on Instagram and also on YouTube where thank you can you so find much. more tips on how we can improve our health and well-being. Dr. Shersley, thank you. Thank you so much, Savannah, for having me in Sassy Talks. I look forward to watching the episode and sharing uh, these happy and healthy tips with everyone. It's been an absolute pleasure to be interviewed by you today. Thank you.